How long gone? How long gone? DJ Chris Black here with uh, them jeans. They them jeans. How's it going over there, big dog? It's a little. It's it's feeling kind of serene and moody today, actually. Oh, that's how I describe you when people ask me what's he really like. <laughs> uh, what what do you what do you mean by moody? Because it's it's the sun is shining. It's fucking it's Groundhog's Day where I'm at. I, I don't. Is it different in the in the suburbs? It's been it's been overcast this morning. I don't know. We my girlfriend and I were on our dog walk this morning, mm-hmm. and she was just saying like it just feels kind of moody. And I was like, mm-hmm. what does that really mean? You know, like I'm always in some kind of mood, but like does that mean you're <laughs> you're oscillating wildly between different moods? I think it means downtrodden. I think maybe mm-hmm. Carolyn was listening to taking back sunday and her uh airpods uh unbeknownst to you yeah it does it does have a, a negative connotation to it you're not a, usually you're not like i just took a fistful of i just took two philip Pine double stacks and i'm feeling a little moody those moods happen to be sheer ecstasy joy and uh togetherness that's not you don't really hear that too often no you don't really hear that and i know you were together with two dogs that some people think are human but that's not like a nice group of people raven no i don't you know i don't know what it is it's you know we're we're go- we're gonna go on vacay pretty soon and you always kind of get in that Don't mind me. i know i know but you get in the mindset of like all right it's coming up it's in it's in a month i gotta start doing the stuff that you do a month out and it's three weeks out and i gotta make sure you, it, there's just so many little things and i'm trying to figure out a way to enjoy it mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just always trying to find a way to be like uh everyone else in the world who can enjoy a vacation <laughs> let me let me tell you something jason um this search is going to uh lead you to nothing and <laughs> i suggest giving up like i did a long time ago yeah but but i think giving up is is a solution that requires a lot of work it's not just something mm. that you can just declare like i've given up and that means i'm going to have fun and be happy all i'm doing is focusing on my delta upgrade certificates okay and how those how those can be applied across different d- different countries versus uh, domestic you know et cetera, et cetera. so i'm kind of mm-hmm. i'm going into logistics zone which is not my strong uh, my strong suit but <laughs> it's the only thing i can focus on because like a hundred degree weather in an italian city mm-hmm. where they only serve pasta and the instructor smokes a cigarette at berries <laughs> is not that part sounds kind of cool it's cool in, it's cool until you're on the treadmill next to him you know or her uh but yeah i, I think you need to focus on what you can control. So you so you you turn into a points guy as a means of coping. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, all right, what can I how many upgrades can I engineer? This is the time to use all this shit that I like never use, you know. This is the time to stunt. You're going to you're going to cash in all your chips. Uh, I'm going to call the Delta uh Diamond Medallion 1888 number um and just mm-hmm. pray that it's not a 2-hour wait and see what I can do. I actually had a question about that. There's a special phone number sure. when you <laughs> Sure, I'd be happy to answer any of your questions. Mr. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. When when that they have a separate phone number for people of a certain level of status that 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 plebes cannot access. So uh, I well 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 what I I have a theory that it may all be the same number. You know what I mean? Oh. I think it. I, I I have a theory that the numbers are are actually different. But they might funnel into the same call center. Right, right, right. Okay. And maybe there's priority, but I feel like it could just be a feeling that they evoke through messaging. <laughs> it's called marketing. So, Check so it whatever, out. whatever call. This is not marketing. Whatever. Um, so whenever the phone call comes in, there's just like a sign on the door, like "gone to lunch" type of sign, and then the same person who just answered a regular person's call when you call. They just change the sign over to Delta One, yeah. but it's the same thing, same service, same everything. I'd, I'd like to think that they have a separate amount, a separate group of people, the people who are just at the top of their game, yes. the valedictorians, yes. the you know, graduated Delta yeah, Jason, with honors. The, <laughs> the valedictorians, the valedictorians, are the one working at a call center in in Austin. <laughs> the average call center for an airline. You're not going to get great stuff on the other end of that phone Mm-mm. call, but Mm-mm. everyone has that VIP level of service. Like there is, I'd, I'd like to think that there is a separate call center that has very good air conditioning mm-hmm. and very good snacks, and and they take good care. You know, these people make <laughs> three hundred thousand a year to help people like you. They pay fair wages, and they are given um, a delicious pita chip uh, whenever they feel like it. Uh, it's a nice. It's probably a night. Ni- 
a nice working environment. They do get a parking spot, which is pretty nice. Stuff like that. You know, if, if I'm, uh, let's say I'm Pharrell and I'm having trouble, trouble out of Dulles. I, I feel like I should be if I run if I'm the the CEO of Del, of Delta I want Pharrell to talk to not just any old mm-hmm. person I want to make sure that they're routed to a winner yeah I think Pharrell has figured it out and I think the person he talks don't to don't say is, private is the pilot is Pharrell has not flown on a regular plane in ten years <laughs> minimum is is my guess uh, partly because he doesn't want to be seen in public in cactus plant flea market <laughs> but also. Also, because he's kind of got places to go, people to see, and also I think the, part of his kind of skincare routine, he's not really allowed to be around mm-hmm. circulated air of people <laughs> of that of that tax bracket. He's not doing any layovers in Tucson, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> um, I wanted to, and and impending doom vacations aside, um, I was set off today, Jason, by a story that I sent you. Okay, you sent a, you sent me a good amount of stories. Can you be more specific? Not, not the really cool one uh, about um, from 1998 about how to hook up at a hardcore festival. Mm-hmm. That is that's special, and that's just for us. <laughs> but no, the there's a story on the the New York Times today, an interactive story about comedians' relationship to water on stage, and there's nothing I feel like that 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 surmises how long gone more than your hatred for water and my hatred for comedy. It's come together <laughs> in this beautiful editorial package from our friends of the New York Times. And I just wanted to read a quick excerpt. Yeah. In his recent special, 23 Hours to Kill, he places an elegant glass next to a sleek, labelless bottle of water with a flat top. It looks like something James Bond might drink. They're talking about Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. That passage, along with many others in this story... Uh, made me want to put my head through a wall. <laughs> it, it just feels like there's really nothing here. The, the the term slow news day does not do this slow news any justice. It's just it's just it's it beyond goes, slow. It's just like absolutely unnecessary unnecessary levels of of fetishizing and intellectualizing something that does not matter. I would expect this out of something like the Oregonian, but not the Times. <laughs> it's just it's just like I don't give a shit what Hassan Minaj drinks on stage. And if I and if I'm an editor of the New York Times, I'm going to be like, "All right, this this is an interesting story. Tell me why, you know, what's the hook? What uh, what's going to make me read this and be like, "Oh, I learned something very interesting." But instead it was like, "Here are four different comedians. Some people drink water like this. Some people drink water like this. Some people have bottles, some people have glass." And you're like, all right, boss, that's it. Where do I send the <laughs> yeah, invoice? Yeah, this is a sick ass story. It's a it's it's a dollar per word for print. Where are we at now, guys? When you're done picking your job off the floor, you can go ahead and send that Zell through. Comedy is so awful, and this level of like putting it under the microscope and and taking it to a level it doesn't need to be taken to is just is, is un, unreal. Like this is <laughs> reading this was worse than watching the Dave Chappelle fucking school speech. <laughs> like I can't I can't I know I have a lot of time to waste, but I feel like I, even I'm getting to the end of my rope. And I, I guess it is a little bit of a sign of the times when you would think like okay, I'm a I'm like a a journeyman uh, stand-up comedian. I make a pretty good living. Got a couple specials. I've been on HBO a couple of times. And let's say it's 1985, and and your manager goes, "Hey, the New York Times wants to interview you for a story <laughs> about like you know stage presence and you know things like that." And you're like, "Cool." And now in in 2022, you're like, "Hey, the New York Times wants to interview you about this," and they're like, "About what?" And you're like, "Water bottles." And then. You know, I, like if I'm the editor at the Times, I'm going to say like, all right, this is an interesting story. Which of these comedians did you speak with to get there? You know, what did? <laughs> and they're like, oh, none of them answered my phone call at all. And like, we're the New York Times, and we can't get a fucking stand-up comedian to just, to do a five-minute interview. Bro, it's, like, no, it's because there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about in the leather special from 2017. Amy Schumer strides on stage holding a bottle of wine, which she places on a stool. When her hour is finished, she takes the wine with her. That's a real passage from this story, bro. That's what that's what I did on tour every single night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, and it's not just a, like, not a single person noticed it, cared about it, thought of. They're like, okay, we're in a we're in a, a venue that has a bar, and the person is drinking a drink from the bar. Oh fuck! This is just too. Are you serious? This is just too lit for words. And you're ta- I'm, I'm on. I'm talking for an hour, and then I get thirsty. 
and I take a sip. That's the story. That awful New York Times interactive story did freeze my computer. Uh, so I apologize, <laughs> Jason. So yeah, while we were doing this interview, the 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 paper of record gods froze your MacBook, didn't they? Oh God, what are we gonna do, Jason? What are we gonna do? Anyway, I'll keep surfing the internet to find stuff that makes me mad, and Jason will probably do the same. Um, and that's kind of what this show is all about. Thank God. We we have a we have a guest coming up in a minute. We could. I wanted to talk to you about another thing that you might you may hate the heather gray tea. Oh, disgusting! <laughs> Worst color. Because our guest, you know, I'm sure he owns one or two. Heather Tees. He might own a gray tea. Our guest say is Sam Buck, uh, America's next gay country singer, uh, self-proclaimed, and <laughs> I would tend to agree. Uh, his Out of Control EP is out tomorrow, actually. He's going up against uh, Beyonce and Maggie Rogers, so God bless Sam. <laughs> but he's opening He's opening for friend of the show. The Rostman. Master of the Kitchen, Rostam, on some West Coast dates. Uh, kicking off August 2nd in Seattle at Numos. Uh, Nemo? I can't ever say that right. Nemo. But we're, I'm, I'm going to miss him because I'm going to be out of town, but they're hitting Seattle, Portland, LA, Palm Springs, and San Diego. Nothing is gayer than a, a tour date in Palm Springs. Come on. Who the fuck? <laughs> there's no one, there's no one in Palm Springs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hopefully they have some time for some bad food and a sunburn down there. God bless. But let's, um, <laughs> let's give, uh, Mr. Buck a jingle and, and see what's going on in his country cottage in Santa Monica. Oh, damn. I didn't even have to talk. I just sit here and giggle. <laughs> All I have to do when I edit is just make sure I just have to cut some of the giggles out. Yeah, you actually sound great right now, despite um, living inside uh, an old anthropology store. The acoustics you would think would be terrible, but <laughs> yeah. it sounds pretty damn good. No, it's well, Justin. He's not only a musician, but a, a broadcaster himself. You can tell by the pro headphones. Been in the war room all morning. I'm doing my drops, doing my pods and my drops. You're a multi-hyphenate, just like Jason and I. We understand. Sometimes you got to get the hustle any way you can. Wait, are you a multi? Are you a multi-hyphenate? Is that true, Sam? What else do you do other than gay country? I couldn't have more hyphenates, baby. um, (laughs) I'm a painter. Well, I start off with. (laughs) I start off with the embarrassing ones, which are painter musician being a painter is not embarrassing bro Uh, i think being a painter is perhaps one of the most embarrassing things you could say that you are (laughs) (laughs) it depends on what kind of car you drive from painting i guess yeah that's true (laughs) for listeners at home he put a uh, a painter's brush into his mouth as he sort of ponders existence and it's and it's actually hot as hell when the, the way he does it. He's practiced that before. He's practiced that before. I've seen your scruff profile picture. <laughs> Not her first ponder. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you're a multi-hyphenate. You paint. You make country music. Uh, do you also do top line commercial work? Do you do spec demo work for Clorox commercials and shit like that? Well, so I run my like gossipy um, country radio show. I am. A podcaster mm. as well oh, okay it's a gossipy country show to do i know you guys have a non-compete clause but uh <laughs> yeah i am just no like... we don't we don't see other podcasters as competition that's kind of not how we look at it we're evolved <laughs> mm-hmm. and i i think maybe you should try that yourself you know look inward instead of outward at your competition rising tides raise all ships vibes that that's that's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> right. i've i've never looked at the apple comedy podcast charts to see where how long gone is i'll tell you that right now no Oh, no. Sam, at what at what point in your life do you think you stop saying a rising tide lifts all boats into saying rising tide lifts all boats vibes? I've been trying to, you know, connect with like my Zoomer audience. And it's not just you, it's all of us. It's all of us. It's not just you. It's it's I'm guilty of the same thing as well. <sighs> well, you know, when did the vibe shift, you know? Like We're not going to get into that right now, Sam. <laughs> yeah, when when exactly do you <laughs> What so I want to talk about, I mean, I yeah, so you you do you have your show, you have your music, you have your painting, and that affords you this kind of beautiful beach shack Life that style. I'm seeing here, guys. I can't. I can't stress this enough. This guy looks like he's living in a in a in a you know Topanga Joni Mitchell you know lair up there. No, he in, instead of living in a home like Chris, your house and my house, it has exposed beams. There's some w- wood elements. 
Sam lives inside of it. His whole house is an exposed beam. That's right. He lives inside of an exposed beam. The way that like when I go into a normal apartment, I, I walk in the door and I say, you have a floor? <laughs> <laughs> you have you have a door? Okay. <laughs> okay. So the charm, the charm is there, but you're missing maybe some integral there, elements. There are pros and cons. Yeah. Notice there's no noticeable bathroom in the <laughs> joint. So where's that? I'd like Where to know the difference be? between a bathroom and a noticeable bathroom. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Pharrell has 12 bathrooms in his house that you can't even see. Well, a bathroom can be anything if you really think about it. <laughs> so you, you <laughs> shit in a hole and you bathe in the ocean? Is that what you're saying? So when I first moved into this like <laughs> candle store in Topanga, it was suggested <laughs> to me that I shit in a bucket and do what's called a compost toilet and to... At the time, I said, that will never fucking be me. Never in a million years would I ever shit in a bucket. And then it's like, there is a shared bathroom house like up on the property. But it is after a few months of that, honey, you best believe I was shitting in that bucket. (laughs) Okay, okay, hold on. This is throwing me for a loop. You grew up up in like a house with parents and stuff? I did. Okay. Okay. So you have a normal. You're you're only as fucked up as the rest of us. Nothing. No, there's not like anything super crazy going on. I have two unhappy parents, just like everyone else. <laughs> sure. Okay. Great. <laughs> but, but Chris, just just like you and I, Chris, she she hates a shared bathroom just as much as we do, <laughs> but to a to an extent that we haven't fully yet experienced so you don't want the ace hotel vibes at home you want to kind of <laughs> you want to kind of keep it to yourself so is this so you're saying there's multi are there multiple uh wooden houses on the property that are all and then there's a how a bathroom house meaning a house that is just a bathroom or a house that contains a bathroom both Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris, it's kind of like an outhouse. That's- so, so like at nighttime, like if you have, you know, yeah, yeah. Sam, you know, we're all getting a little bit older. You know what I mean? You might be in your thirties coming up pretty soon. At three in the morning, four in the morning, you have to go use the bathroom. So you'll have to light a candle and sort of walk down a path holding a rope to guide yourself mm-hmm. to the outhouse at night. Yes, and there is a way. <laughs> when I first moved in here, it was like. I had the same reaction that everyone else had, which is, what is this magical place? And then I found out that this house is actually like a viral, it is a viral like lifestyle home. It it, it often goes, old pictures of it are often going viral on just like, open roads instagram like <laughs> like wild horizons <laughs> like so this is a wanderlust property is what you're saying this is like at wanderlust.com okay and it's like okay okay normies need not apply yeah and it's not without its charms for sure i mean i've lived here almost two years of course however of course. now for some, something something switched in me where I started to become ashamed of living here where because it's like a dorm in the woods essentially where it's just like <laughs> it is a dorm in the woods mm-hmm. where it's just like and I share the bathroom with just like Steve uh, some other yeah <laughs> I would like, like to go through I would like to <laughs> go through the neighbors and kind of what other people are attracted to this sort of Yeah over there living. in Camp Onawano I want to know what else is going on cuz like <laughs> summer camp is fun but you know not Yeah it's over in 2 weeks yeah. usually unless you're Jewish then it's 6 months It's a pretty morose squad to be honest <laughs> <laughs> My squad is morose <laughs> Okay. Okay. So you're saying there is there? I, I'm I'm gonna let me just guess a couple archetypes. Mostly keep to themselves, I'd say. <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be one leathery graying man who's been there since the beginning. Unfortunately, he passed. Okay. R.I.P. to him. R.I.P. to le- leathery daddy. The monkey pox took him. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff died from the first known case of monkey pox. Mm-hmm. Cliff got got, and then but I is is there. Is there a kind of young, sexy van life couple that have taken van life too far? Or is that you? They lived in my house. <laughs> okay. And the whole detect- true detective story of me living here has been trying to figure out why they left. Well, I think the road was calling, is my, is my guess. They can't be pinned down. Costa Rica had great surf. You know? Their Instagram said they were stoked to throw some new seeds into the wind. <laughs> 
What? (laughs) (laughs) Not to be rude. I feel like they're friends. They're not friends. friends They're not friends. They they left you in a murder scene and don't give a shit about coming back. Okay. So don't, don't worry about them. That is okay. So much like Gabby, the girl, the girl who got killed in the woods, I feel like that's who it was. I feel like it's that kind of person that was living there before. You know, it seemed like they had less inherited trauma than like that girl. Mm -hmm. I hope they had some, I hope they had some inherited money because that kind of goes with that vibe as well i believe that is exactly the vibe and that they um now they live on a boat and they're stoked to be living on the boat is the boat in water or is it somewhere near moab utah perhaps up on cinder blocks i think it's kind of like 50 50 actually like a little bit of boat. you know it's not they're not mutually exclusive my man would you mm-hmm. hold on hold on so <laughs> so you've done two years in the cabin and it sounds like you're coming to terms with the fact that this might not be the best situation for you yeah are you looking to move maybe into the you know the grove you know something a little more upscale or are you thinking it's time for you to hit a boat you know i was just doing a sort of like robert maplethorpe like just kids month in my friends like loft in koreatown los angeles okay that's not that's not any better than where you're at now i don't care stick to the shanty stick to the shanty no but it's like do you know the cement building in k-town yeah i try to avoid k-town at all costs too much traffic it is a spooky ooky kind of vibe in there <laughs> it's very wait who's the girl who who was on camera jumping into the oh in the the, the hotel downtown the water tower thing um, eliza lamb <laughs> it was giving that yes I was giving that okay, like like I'm going to I'm going to appear to kill myself, but but dark spirits will be guiding me that you can't see into the water tower. Yeah, okay. You tried it out, and you were happy to be back in the arms of old Bessie. The gotta say, the flat floor was fucking rocking my world. I was ballet <laughs> dancing. I was on point, Annie. You know, I was like, I was like oh, it was like I was right, so, spins around the room. Like, so you're you're it. saying the fact that you weren't rolling your ankle walking to the MPC from the kitchen <laughs> was a life changing well, yeah. life changing. <laughs> I saw I saw it. I saw oh, it. Okay. I saw okay. it. Thank you. Thank I'm you. not okay, that so. smart. Do you do you get mail and Amazon deliveries there, or is there like an outpost that you have to go down to the bottom of the mountain? What is sick about Topanga is its proximity to <laughs> Woodland Hills, which is like the mall of America, and mm. literally Amazon packages could not come faster. <laughs> they literally come within moments of pressing the button. <laughs> like you are getting so hooked up that, with that's, like that's cool. It sounds like you're it sounds like you're living with one foot in the past and one foot in a future that we haven't experienced yet with that sort of lightning speed. Yeah, you know, the Wi-Fi is is super no complaints on um, mm-hmm. terms of the Wi-Fi. As you can see, crystal clear. Do you have to do you have to hear the, the ambient music from um the secular Sabbath down the street, or can you kind of turn that off? <laughs> there are for sure like like you'll just be, you know, minding your own business, sitting around and in the distance it's like and you're like, wait. It's like Literally. So you're in the you're you're at the crib on the love seat. You're watching Thirty Rock season four. <laughs> you look out the window. There's a guy with a big gong. He's wearing just a loincloth, like like smashing it at sundown. The culture up here could not be more toxic. Like if there <laughs> if if there is if the land is not cursed by an ancient mm-hmm. curse, like it should be. I've only been to I've only been to Topanga truly one time, and it was to do. Um, an underwater workout with former uh, Navy SEALs <laughs> at a guy who made $50 million on a startup at his house that had a Buddha statue. You know what I mean? Oh, of course. And that, that to me, I was like, this is what this is. My ears popped driving down. Mm. I'm like, I never need to come back here again. It took me 45 minutes from West Hollywood. It's giving solid gold Buddhas up here. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, were you in like a tank where you were, where water was pushing against you and you were running against the water? No, no. I was I was underwater with fifty pound dumbbells and <laughs> running in circles it. in the deep end. It's <laughs> it's one of the weirdest things I've ever done. It was actually really gratifying, and I felt great afterwards. Mm-hmm. But 
the vibe was white guy cult. And did you make friendships that lasted a lifetime? I actually <laughs> mentioned that a guy, uh, I, I mentioned that the owner of the house did cocaine, like in passing in the story I wrote, and he did DM me to let me know that there could be legal action if that wasn't removed. <laughs> and I'm like, bro. No way. I'm, yeah, I'm like, bro, you made $50 million and you got a gold Buddha. You do cocaine. It's fine. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that you do cocaine. It's cool. You don't have to work again. Who, what do you care? Your parents are going to see it's it? It's actually not cocaine that he's doing. It's like 2C. Yes, definitely. It's a bunch of letters and numbers. It's a bunch of letters and numbers together. Yeah. <laughs> but so, all right. Well, I mean, where are you Where are you from originally? Because I need to understand. Uh, how, because Topanga is so insane. The ending up there makes me think you must be from somewhere even worse. Well, what I was going to say about everyone who lives here is it's the, the property I'm on is very like divorce compound where it's like uh-huh. the guy who owns it like. He fucked up his marriage. Like, <laughs> and then the other so guy, like, stupid. when I moved here, <laughs> like, like, the other guy, when I moved here, like, he broke up with his girlfriend and quit his job. And then COVID happened a week later and he got mm. stuck out here. And it was mm. just like, so he's, he's got the pictures of Fauci printed out on his, on his HP and he's hitting it with a crossbow every morning. <laughs> motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Wait, I forgot why I brought that up. Oh, uh, just in terms of where I'm from. Oh, I mean, like, I don't know. I never ended up, I never intended to, to live out here, but it was just mm-hmm. like, it, it happens to people sure. like of just like, and I feel like everyone I meet who is even remotely interested in where I live is again, one of the most toxic people on earth. But like, <laughs> I am from just like a little seaside mm-hmm. town in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. So you're, you're, yeah. uh, you're Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Yeah. It is Manchester by the sea. Okay. So you're a little more blue cola. Super blue cola. The opioid <laughs> crisis really hit close to home. Oxycons, <laughs> oxys and clams. Yeah. Okay. We're smoking pills. We're, you know. <laughs> okay. Did you ever get bit by the pill smoking snake, Sammy? I have to be honest that yes, I did. (laughs) 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 Okay, the reason I brought it up. It's okay. So did we. So did we. Well, so did me. This trio has all smoked Oxycontin from (laughs) aluminum foil. We didn't chase it with Duncan, but maybe that's the only difference. (laughs) I mean, looking back on it, I'm always like... (sighs) We were such crazy kids back then. I'm like, <laughs> just, but it was more than like my roommate had like a bag of pure Valium because he was like a two CO three P. Like, was he? Was he? Was he getting this on the dark web or a straight script? He was getting it from the dark web, and he's kind of a he's kind of a um, <laughs> designer drug like influencer. And I don't even I don't want to like name drop because I feel like he's definitely in the mix. You shouldn't name Hold drop on. him. You know you don't want to you don't want to snitch. But <laughs> designer drug influencer is a phrase that you just said. I don't. I mean. I was mentioning I was mentioning never Philip Klein double stacks on our intro, but that's a little different than what <laughs> I think you're talking about. Uh, like, so you mean he's kind of a thought leader in the designer drug community? <laughs> I would say exactly that, and it was very like our fridge was full of just like two CB, like pure Viagra, like pure Valium, like all this random stuff. This guy sounds hot. I would just be like dipping my finger in and just be like. Oops, like, and <laughs> and it was the Valium powder that got its little, sunk its little claws in me, and I would roll it into cigarettes. Ooh. Oh, that's hot. Okay, so you would just sprinkle, you would just sprinkle a little into the cigs? Who gave me that idea? Well, I'll tell you who gave you that idea. <laughs> Anyone would do the same thing in your situation because nobody opens their refrigerator to see your Home Depot bucket full of powder. I'm going to put that on everything. Yeah. This takes a whole new meaning of people, of, of roommates putting their names on their stuff in the fridge. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, I just love the, I, I like, I like your, your, like, hey guys, you're 19. It's three in the morning. You brought somebody home and you open the fridge and you're like, okay, 
a little bit of this, oh, a little bit of Viagra here, a little bit of hmm here, and I think I'm good to go. While I was on those drugs where I like had a vision of that roommate like being an evil demon, and then I moved out and never <laughs> talked to him again. So where was this Who's in it? was this in the Bo- the Boston area or is this in money making Manhattan? Yeah, it was in, in a little town called NYC. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because yeah. Boston, the people are smart, but they're too ugly. And I don't like to see you associating with that kind of they don't have designer drugs or anything there i guess right boston is so crazy it's like the paris of um connecticut or something you know (laughs) (laughs) yes yes the paris of connecticut the the thing is that we make fun of boston on this program quite a lot and i i and and it's no yeah i know It's, it's crazy and i love um you know i love chain restaurants and colleges and all the stuff they have to offer but i'm i'm from orange county so you know i'm allowed to really say bad things about anywhere in the country i can tell from your well one you don't have a shirt on would you say pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll take my shirt what do you off too. Think? I, want to, I want to ask you a question because Jason kind of admitted something a little too proudly on this program where he was like, yeah, I was just driving around with my shirt off yesterday. What? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, bro, you can't. I, I have a whole thing where if you're going to be shirtless in public, you need to look like Adonis. Like you need Brad to be, an, yeah, you need to be an icon. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, but the but no nobody of that nobody like that does it. It's it's just these yeah. these these that's pid, the problem. Pigeon chested that- Evan Mock's walking around shirtless. You know, you're a you're just a pigeon chested Evan Mock with more height <laughs> and and less pink. Bro, I'm fucking shredded, bitch. You can't even kickflip, bro. <laughs> you can? <laughs> Not you too, Sam. Not you too, Sam. What do you? Like, like grow like you know you lived in a, in a seaside town that they forgot to shut down. Were you were you driving the Nissan Sentra shirtless? Honestly, I've really been I've really been ruminating about this. I was like I was such a fat little meatball that I was like the one who was like sweating when it got to be shirts and skin. Mm-hmm. So just being sure, like, sure, oh sure. shit, please let me be shirts. Been there, been there, been there. But now I'm like, okay. The husky man could not be celebrated more in our society. Like, why can't I just let go of my internalized husky phobia and just be like mm. chunk and proud? Mm. Like the 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 husky man is so celebrated in society. Wouldn't you agree? In current society. This is the best it's ever been, yeah. I would say, for sure. For for any for a husky person of any variety, I'd say a husky man is like society is like. You got it, boy. You're so funny. And, you know, just yesterday I had to go to like the um, the L.A. version of a, of a Dave's, you know, like a boy store. And just like I had to mm-hmm. I had to I've gotten so thick recently that I had to I had to up my car hearts, your car hearts. So, <laughs> yeah, my car hearts had to get it. You're upgrade. packing you're packing for this gay little tour with Rostam and you needed new car hearts. I couldn't squeeze into my Wranglers <laughs> for the tour with Rostam. Did you call Dave's? You're talking about like the like workwear store in New York. You called that a boy, a boy store. I would say that's like where a boy goes. Yeah. Like a Dennis the Menace type or just like a young man in general? Have you ever been to T-Mart? You're from OC. It's like kind of T-Mart. A- I've never heard of that. Actually, is that like, is that like a testosterone thing? I mean, essentially, because it was literally <laughs> like I walked in and I was like, uh oh, I have like nine hundred dollars in checking and I spent three hundred dollars on like boy stuff yesterday. OK, so okay. what what kind of boy stuff are you copping? Dickies, Carhartt, Wrangler? Like, first of all, I got these jeans tags still on but they fit like a fucking glove okay for our listeners at home he's wearing a pair of off the rack 501 levi's and he decided to leave the tag on for this podcast or for the tour you know i gotta say that just like the way that i the way that i realized like what time this was starting like 10 minutes before it was it was before we were going. That's real hot girl shit, Sam. That got me into the jeans real quick. If you know what I mean. Yeah, we we're a jean we're a jean forward show because there was a time a couple years ago where some of these little male influencers were trying to say jeans were over. You know, like who wears jeans? It's horse shit. It's horse shit. We don't stand for that on how long gone. I know. <laughs> but that- also, Sam, this is this is an audio podcast, so you don't need to wear your britches at all. I That's know. right. 
it's true, but I, in case you do have floor to ceiling windows there. So maybe one of the names, <laughs> I guess it's, it's less floor to ceiling and more floor, floor and ceiling windows. Yeah. You don't want the squirrels to see. This you, is like, a, well, I feel like also maybe you want to get those, you know, we've all had a new pair of jeans. You got to break those in before you touch the stage. Oh, well, these ones are plenty accommodating to my large, large caboose. I have a feeling that Sam might have a little, little skims style lycra woven into the denim a little something that our little secret yeah uh many of these items of clothing have something called flex fit going on (laughs) i have to say whoever's creative directing at dickies right now is really just being like we are letting out the waistbands like the the amount of like wishful like wishful waistbandery and like i'm like these are like a size 40 and they're like being marketed as like a 36 but they're that's definitely smart. A, that's smart know? that's how we trick ourselves smart. lane bryant's been doing ourselves. that for years i mean we're a nation of big boys it's fine it's time that we finally start to just accept that i refuse mm-hmm. to accept that and that's why i, I starve <laughs> myself and only exercise and that's the only thing i care about uh but that's my trauma wait so when you say you starve yourself, like, how do you do that? I don't really starve myself, but I, 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 try, I, I try to eat as little as possible throughout the day as a personal challenge to myself. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that is going to be liquids uh, is where you start with that. I don't know if you have a Vitamix in the cabin, but, you know, I, that's a good place to start. I've got nature's Vitamix, which is, you know, uh, uh, it's a bowl made of stones and I kind of just crush up <laughs> berries into it. And then the juice, the juice trickles down into a little cup. Okay, <laughs> so you, so you're so old school that you're making smoothies with a mortar and pestle. Yeah, is what absolutely. you're saying? He walks down okay. the hill. Okay, he goes to Erewhon, gets his Harry's berries, brings them back up, and he's smashing those things with two rocks. I like that. And you just take off your shoes and you start stamping <laughs> away. Are you a, are you a wine guy? Do you are okay. you making your own wine? Are you having it delivered? What is your kind of natural grape intake? Hell no! I think wine is disgusting. Hell yeah! This is cool because we we have a prediction here. Wine's out. Wine is over. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of a wine wife, which is that like. My husband, my husbands are frequently away at war in the <laughs> battlefield of wine and the and on the, you know, the battle of Petnat. Okay, okay, so you're saying some of the fe- some of the fellas that you might be courting are I haven't locked into the fact that wine is over yet and they're spending quite a lot of money on the pet nats and you have to deal with the aftermath. It's a long it's a long donkey ride down to El Prado is what you're saying. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> are you able to rustle up a couple of fellers down at El Prado? I may or may not have a feller or two literally working at El Prado. I thought it was just to have have sex with like 21-year-old chicks who drive Range Rovers. The teens here are so cool. Like going going down to like CVS and it's like all these like insanely aggro boys with like I don't know how to describe this that makes them sound cool. They're only in just like sweat shorts and mm. like sneakers, but they look so expensive. <laughs> Everything mm. about them. And the girls are just in sweatpants, but like they're rolled over so many times that like their pussies are like coming out and like they're all just like <laughs> They're they're so cool that I literally like cower and No, I know I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I think I think there's like some weird psychological thing that like brings you back to the way you were when you were in high school and you would see these people like the rich girls and the rich guys just Yeah. They they couldn't be more casual looking but every little bit of casual it's like um it's like an uncanny valley <laughs> of wife beaters. Do you guys know that I went to high school with Lily Murata? No, but that tracks. That's like the connection. So was she wearing was she wearing her dickies with the waistband rolled down in high school and now things have changed up a little bit? I mean, I can show you some pics. Me and Lily were the most retro uh, butch lesbians like you've ever seen in your life. What what era retro are we talking about? Mm-hmm. I was with a full pompadour briefcase as a backpack. <laughs> oh god. Vest. <laughs> chunky shoes with like a flame belt okay lily was like a hot girl with like tiny tees and like yeah low-rise jeans and like converse and a big 
bouffant that was like Lily like invented the sort of hair retro hair right. loaf. And and no one was allowed to have sex with her unless they got through you first. And no one ever did. <laughs> no one ever made the no one was ever good enough for my you girl. You did your damn job, Sam. I yeah. uh so you were kind of had a rockabilly flair, it sounds like. Exactly. I'm getting a little Mike a little Michael Sarah, little little Jason Schwartzman kind of thing. I think it's probably a, a little more along the lines of the loser-ish Michael Sarah vibe okay. of, just being, of just being like... You were the Massachusetts Michael Sarah. I was extremely, extremely indie. Perhaps one of the indiest that ever did it. And... Um, <laughs> Okay. But Lily was genuinely retro, but Lily is who like introduced me to country, introduced okay. me to I wouldn't have even known what Rockabilly was. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. I, I think it's pretty cool that, you know, I'm from the South, so country's kind of in my blood, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. so your stolen valor uh, is not really appreciated, but I feel like your knowledge <laughs> is, de- is deep. Is yeah. that fair to say? Well, you look more country. Well, Lily was the one who, who like, showed me Miranda Lambert and that was like the first time I was just like mm-hmm. oh country is like cool I didn't realize until that moment it's very cool I mean me and Lily are cool. from the ground zero of like anything but rap and country that's like Massachusetts like that's that was like mm-hmm. wait do you being from the south do you even know what I'm talking about how people used to say that that they listen to anything but rap and country anything but yeah of course that was like a yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Anything but rap and country. Now that I, now that I think back, it's a little. It feels classist to me. I'm just like, what other genres are there? That's a great point. Pop, uh, non non threatening rock and roll. <laughs> but so you're saying Miranda Lambert turned you out? It wasn't Conway Twitty. It wasn't you know. It wasn't some old school shit. Miranda was your Waylon. Yeah, Miranda was my first Waylon, and it was. I mean, when you say Conway Twitty, it was like that too i didn't grow up with country at all i'm like a complete poser i learn as i go kind of but i'm like my radio show is basically me doing like takedowns i'll do my like tributes i'll do my wait i actually wanted to ask you guys because i was listening to the <laughs> leah finnegan app okay we're going back just doing a little research uh, yeah um i'm flattered at the beginning of that episode you guys said something about uh-oh. Casey Musgraves torpedoing her career, but then you worst, didn't worst, elaborate. And then I worst, and I really, worst oh. sophomore. Well, it's not sophomore, but worst follow-up to a hit maybe of all time. I mean, it's so bad. But but redeemed herself with the Elvis soundtrack of her of her doing the I can't help falling in love with you. Oh, I didn't hear that. I haven't, oh. I haven't heard that either. It's on the end of our John early episode. We Chris. saw Casey Musgraves in concert together. Like Jason and I and our other friend Yayo, like we really cared. Like I've listened to that countless yeah. times. It, I rinsed it. Also, it is nice to be the only straight guy at the Hollywood Bowl. Just like shooting fish in a barrel. Bingo. Right? <laughs> we borrowed we borrowed some pink light up cowboy hats from some gals next to us and they didn't really think it was funny uh yeah talk about to... stolen valor <laughs> that, yeah, no the 100 percent. don't come for kappa kappa five please. <laughs> but casey casey had the sauce but luckily for me i've discovered and i've talked about this on the show many times and, and told jason this the new Marin morris album is what casey should have made i okay me and lily actually reviewed the new Marin morris album on our on my uh radio show put your m's up i gave it a c plus i think i think that all like, right bitch all right bitch. <laughs> all right well you're how long gone now it's an a plus on this show so sam you know. sam i only i agree with you i only heard one song about how she likes to fuck tall guys which is wow who doesn't and i was exactly. like it's a c plus it's a c plus <laughs> i mean and i also did a full episode investigation on Casey Musgraves and Marin Morris actually hate each other. Of course they do. Of course they but do. But they used to Marin got her start in country crashing on Casey's couch in Nashville. They're both from Texas. You know, it's like This is a classic tale. Gee. This is a classic yeah. tale. It's like if you and Lily broke up. If you and Lily started having beef, you know what I mean, because of because of podcast stuff or something. I mean, it's like maybe we already did. We're just keeping up appearances, you know. Of course, your ice cold. I'm Sam. surprised at your. I think Merritt Morris. I think that record is the 
unbelievable. I think it's so good. To me, it's like the song Humble Quest. It's like a song about trying to be humble. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, you try you try being you try being famous and luckily Marin Morse isn't that hot. So I feel like that keeps her humble. I mean, her whole thing Quest done. Her and Casey have gotten like filled up they are stuck yeah casey like looks Christmas like a damn ham. balloon yeah yeah no 100%. they are Marin morris is presenting as full cholita now like no you're right is, i saw i saw pop rights picture yesterday and i was like who is this she's trying it yeah also like my whole show is basically me just shooting myself in the foot as to like never having an actual career in nashville ever because i'm just being like mm-hmm. casey musgraves is filled like a anyways um she's like <laughs> Anyone that you would ever open for on a tour that the bridge has been burned. Yeah, literally. Just like kiss, Could you finish that, that last goodbye. thought that you were gonna say about Casey Musgraves, please? That I've been really fixated on her new boyfriend who's a psycho Are you talking about the you, writer? Oh, I thought he was the I thought he was like a black doctor who looks like a bachelor contestant. So he's not black, but he does present as black wait what okay i don't want to i feel like you guys do i've said too much i've said too much <laughs> yeah, like, like, are, you, are you saying like jason listening to 21 savage in his car or do you mean like really doing it bad all i'll say is i saw a thing on twitter where someone goes <laughs> someone goes he's white look at his parents and it's two pictures of like it's two white people who look like him. It's not, it doesn't seem like he was adopted, but I don't know. I, it's just something I saw on Twitter. Are we talking about Cole Schaefer? Yeah. And I think he's one of those like darker Jewish guys. Who's just rolling with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, with a, name like, Raya bio. With, a, with a name like Cole, I could have told you he wasn't black. No, no, no. Cole from Martin. Oh, and good. his, his writing, his pen name, January black. What? Our girl. Casey is like engraved danger right That's now. That's my pre-roll flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys need to like look at his website. It's absolutely so like. He's a, I'm sorry. He's a he's a copywriter. He's like check out some of my dope fucking writing that I do. He he like swears <laughs> on his website. So you're saying you're saying Casey Musgraves is getting her bl- back blown out by a copywriter and like she's all over his Instagram like on his he's posting poems that are being like he's posting a poem that's like this. Coffee? Yeah, I'd like that. Coffee? Yeah, how about with you? Coffee? Let's get that coffee sometime. <laughs> coffee. And then she's in the comments going black heart emoji because celebs can only post a black heart emoji. Once you become a celeb, you can only post a black heart. <laughs> and she goes black heart and then goes, I want to have a million coffees with you every day. <laughs> he's definitely gonna like as soon as they get in a fight he's definitely gonna like punch a hole in her wall oh yeah yeah for sure for sure once it's discovered that she has no savings it's all been liquidated by him (laughs) he's gonna start punching drywall you gotta get into his blog like i was literally reading his blog out loud on my radio show just being like (laughs) like he he wrote this long long blog being like some guys i was at the bar with my girl and some guys were across the room throwing eyes at her. So I decided that I was going to become an expert in all forms of hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> That's when, and he's like, like he starts the blog post being like, I had a gun pulled on me. And then it's like, dot, dot, dot. You go down to the body of the article and he's like, but the gun was held by my Krav Maga teacher. And it was made of plastic. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, this guy, it's also like, yeah, bro, guys are always going to look at your girlfriend. She's famous. Like, she's really famous. Like, they're not looking at, they they might not be looking at her because they're trying to steal her. And I'm sure she's gassed up AF by that, of just like a guy being like, going to learn hand-to-hand combat to protect you and your sister my girl that is this is really interesting because i had i've fully given up on her and checked out on her entire life and career yeah but now i have to say you've dragged me back and i'm going to be checking this out maybe on a daily basis depending on how often they update yeah i do a fair amount of muckraking over here you know (laughs) kind of part of my thing so you haven't when are you going to Nashville? What's the plan? I don't know if I'm going to be welcome there is what I'm saying. You know, it's like Na- Nashville's progressive. You want to introduce 
If you want me to introduce you to some of my friends in Rascal Flats, I'm happy to do that. Do you have friends in Rascal Flats? No, you, you wish, bitch. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sat next to Orville Peck a month ago. That's all we got for you right now. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I had a feeling. I had a feeling so you were good. That's a little more. That's a little Maureen and Casey. Sam and Orville, is there a little bit of that energy going on? Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's been a one-sided rivalry for the last like six years while I just like work on my first album. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is it is something, I mean, because obviously the comparisons will come around, uh, a gay country singer. And when you are the one novel thing like that and somebody else comes around, it's like, oh, fuck. Lily was the person who like ruined my life because I put out, you know, my first like, hit quote-unquote hit song mm-hmm. was I, I put it on like 2016 and then like a week later i remember lily texting me being like this guy's stealing your thing and it was like i had premiered my track in fader and then it was like fader did like an orville peck like debut like two weeks later and 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 mm-hmm. that really boiled my blood. <laughs> Try being a white guy in the podcasting space, Chief. <laughs> I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of us hides their face <laughs> and one of us lives their truth. So <laughs> you you choose which your gay country star is. Well, the, th- the thing that, that I noticed most about Orville is also like from everything I could see, even behind the mask and the dim lights at the Edition Hotel, <laughs> it does seem like he's hot. I think that is what he wants you to think. <laughs> I was, wait, a friend of mine was at like a dinner party and he was there and I was like, wait, so did Orville, how did he eat with the mask on? Mm-hmm. And he said that he just parted it. Yeah, he parts he, it. Yeah. <laughs> he parted it. Like so a guy with a big old beard might do <laughs> before he puts a slice of Little Caesars down there. And you think the little strings get all like ketchup on them and stuff by the end of the night? In my horsey sauce. I'm sure that the dry cleaning... <laughs> I'm sure the dry cleaning bill for the strings is high, but, but it does. Well, I mean, Sam, do you that. ever feel like it would be nice to have something to kind of toss behind your shoulder, like a like a long ponytail, you know, like Ariana Grande style? Mm-hmm. He can do that whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Crystal mm-hmm. Gale, who is like, you know, she was kind of the queen of like soft rock country, and she's also um, Loretta Lynn's little sister. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not familiar actually. So, but you probably, you're, you're like, you know the song. Don't make my brown eyes blue. I feel like your auntie was probably like mm-hmm. cooking up some sweet tea and like listening to <laughs> Crystal Gale when you were just a little young. But it's tough being Crystal Gale because your sister is a like gigantic legend. And so, how did she stand out? She had floor length hair Mm. which i'm just like there are such good pictures of her and she talks about how her hair weighed so much that it would hurt her head but she couldn't look at it it right now that was her thing and she looked pretty she looked bad as hell too back then she did really said put that shit in a pony and come on over here (laughs) 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 jason said i ain't afraid we can do a little the hair really is down to the floor it's probably like six inches off the ground it's crazy and 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 I would also argue that living your life behind a fringe mask where you like go to dinner with a fringe mask on, that also sounds a little unmanageable to me. I one I I one thousand percent agree. Like at a certain point I would be like, I'm fucking hot. Yeah. It's a thousand degrees in here. I'm taking off the fucking mask. Like, you should get well, I appreciate your kind of down home approach. You know, I mean, there's no bells and whistles here. It's just songs. Just three chords in the truth. I'm you know, it's like <laughs> Actually, Sam, I was I was reading a tweet from our, our other mutual friend Stephen Phillips Horace T. Oh, he, he was gassing me the F up. He wrote a night a nice little blurb about you, but one thing said a Carhartt gay who can play guitar and drive. <laughs> mm. Well, that was kind of my thing is I was sort of the one I actually got a DUI driving Lily and Steven home one time. So I'm okay. kind of the driving bitch of the friend group. Like, well, you were, I was, <laughs> I'm still like pretending to be the guys who like called me a fag in the Walmart parking lot when I was like 12, you know, mm. so that's still, we're all, it's all just costumery. You know, customary. <laughs> Speaking of the phrase Carhartt gay. Yeah. 
It's like a, it's like a thing that's so vague, but you know exactly what it is. Yeah. Are, is it is it an actual community of people? I know a lot of different levels of Carhartt gay. Big time. A, a lot of like hot fashion gays just wear Carhartts and a tee because they're hot and rich and they hang out with celebrities. No, and I will say that me and my friends have been doing this for years, and I will say that I think we were the among the first people to disingenuinely wear. <laughs> Carhartt Valor. And it's like, no, now you have to be so nuanced about it where it's like, I'm looking at my Carhartts being like, I can't wear this because it says Carhartts. And now I have to go deeper into the mask Mm -hmm. to the boy store. You know, I'm. Let me tell you, let me give you a little secret. Debadge all your clothing. Yeah, I got to debadge everything. Debadge? Take the Carhartt tag off. Take all the tags off your clothing. Okay, that's when that's when masculinity like circles back around to like femininity of just taking the care to be like, I'm deep. Sam, you think I do it myself? I take it to my <laughs> tailor like a real man. Come on now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't don't call me feminine. I take my my hoodies to the tailor. Thank you yeah, very exactly. much. <laughs> my my Patagonia shorts are debadged by a guy named Mr. Kim. Wait, okay? actually I really do want to debadge my Patagonia shorts because you can't freaking wear them with the badge on there. You could say the same thing about a Carhartt shirt as well, Sam. Everyone's gonna think I have monkeypox if they see me in those shorts. <laughs> I hope I, I hope you I hope you got your vaccine before this tour because I know San Francisco is a big market for you. You know what's crazy is that San Francisco literally there are no gay people even there. It's like I'll be there. I have a friend who has a house in the Castro, and I'm always like in. I've always been like in her basement, like looking on Grinder, just being like, "You just hear crickets." No, it's like worse than Boston. <laughs> it's like. You know, I'm in the Castro, just being like, "Hello," and it's like one 65 year old guy being like. If you're free next Tuesday night, <laughs> I'll, I'll be done with dinner at four and then maybe we can link up then. <laughs> like, let's li- I guess up. you got to go to Oakland, but you know, no, no, nobody cool or interesting or artistic or cultured can live in San Francisco anymore unless you're old. All the big tech gays are like, have like, have like advanced fleshlights that are just like <laughs> sucking the calm out of their bodies like with their like little like Japanese like prostate toys you know they haven't allowed themselves the, the freedom <laughs> to go on grinder and have sex with a human being they don't need to do you think maybe they have is there a, is there like a Raya grinder thing like a like a higher level members only grinder you know I never made it past just base level grinder I don't think I don't think so You're Jason I think the girl. idea is that it's so transactional that you don't need to it doesn't need to be high level tell me more Chris tell me more I'm just I'm guessing that yeah based on what I've heard from uh-huh. gay fellas in my orbit you've been asking them about it okay close do a little research no. it's all good yeah just do a little research because then once i heard hey, about, there's other wrong with that yeah, once i heard about scruff i was like damn scruff sounds sick you send a picture of your dick behind a bush and somebody comes and sucks it wait do you have you guys heard of <laughs> sniffies bro uh this, that's this... what my girlfriend calls cocaine <laughs> what really <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, no, but it, it would it would fit yeah. if I told her that she'd be like, yeah, I'd say that. people should call Coke Sniffies, but Sniffies is like the most depraved gay sex app where it's literally so you look at it on a browser in your phone. It's like not like available as an app, no app, and it's just a wow. map. It's a map of dicks. It's just people don't even put their face on it. It's just dicks. So it's just a map. And you literally see like exactly where people are. And it's like, it's incredibly depraved. And so dick only. And then you could zoom in on a, what I assume is a blueprint of someone's home. And you can see that they're in the third guest bathroom right now. Literally. It's very just like, I mean, I don't have a door. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like to be on Sniffies is, is, is really risky. So you only hit. So you only hit <laughs> sniffies when you're when you're at it when you're at the Four Seasons. In yeah, you know it's a place to see and be seen, basically. Okay, you know? and do you, is there a reason why it's called sniffies? Is there anything involving smell? People have implied that they know why it's called sniffies, but it's one of those things where I have never like been in the proximity of that. People have implied that they know why it's called. (laughs) I love that listeners chime in. If you know why sniffies is called sniffies. Yeah. We'd like to know. We'll we'll address it on the next episode. Because you're sniffing out the dick or something? That that's kind of where my head went, but it also went to but some darker does. places. So I would like to I, I'm wondering. <laughs> I need an answer and I need it now. 
You're like, <laughs> it smells like dick. Chris gets a little testy if he hasn't had his dick smell, you know? What is the line? Dick is amazing, and not only that, but balls smell amazing. Or You guys know what I'm talking about? That seems like something from your community, and we do not have <laughs> access to that. This is this is like a commonly known yes. line? It's like a common like Twitter thing of being like, not only that, but balls smell amazing. Oh, it's cock is one of my favorite tastes. Not only that, but balls smell amazing. It makes me go a little crazy on it, to be honest. And then it goes on and on. And it's like, you guys have never heard this? <laughs> no, we haven't. No, no, but I love it. <laughs> Should I? Shall I go on? I think probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I cannot get it far enough down my throat to be satisfied. <laughs> I'm only satisfied when I feel those intense, powerful, salty, hot pumps have come in my throat. All right. All right. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> There's a few more sentences. I like that Sam was like, do you know this like viral tweet going around? <laughs> yeah, and like then he's pe- just reading. He, you're just reading your erotic fiction. You're reading Ryan O'Connell's book. And I've already <laughs> read it once. And I can't handle this again. There's got to be one Carhartt gay in your audience who knows the, the, the origin of this. This is like a common, it's really common. You keep saying that. It sounds like like, you're talking yourself into that. It sounds like you're trying to show me like a video of like a panda falling asleep. You're like, everyone's (laughs) like, my mom sent it to me on Facebook. Why is it that I can type into Google, not only that, but balls smell amazing. And it knows exactly what I'm saying. That is literally Google's only function. And if it's ever been (laughs) uttered on the internet, you will find it by searching it. So it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's so popular. It means it's a specific statement that has been uttered before. Well, I will say that the SEO for not only that, but balls smell amazing is amazing. Mm-hmm. They're doing, they're doing, oh, they're doing overtime. They're doing their job. Uh, I'm, I'm really upset that I'm going to be out of town for your shows. Oh, freak. I really need some people to come. <laughs> I, I was going to follow you guys like the dead kind of, you know what I mean? Jason, and I were going to throw a couple six packs in the, in the Nissan and just kind of head down the coast. You know what I'm saying? Seattle, Portland, we can hang together at outside lands. Cause I'm not playing, but I'm just <laughs> tagging along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Just doing a meet and greet. Are you going to play? Are you going to be like maybe do some auxiliary, you know, percussion or something when Rostam during Rostam's set? Or are you kind of just selling merch? Honestly, I should. <laughs> yeah. No, I should. I should definitely like be on the kunga drums for the for the Rostam mm-hmm. set. But you know, we'll see what he lets me do. How many instruments can you play, Sam? I can barely play any of them, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. That's what I was hoping for. That's what I was hoping As a for. producer, all you need to be able to do is just be like, Dong, you know, just strike a chord, and then you can basically all of it studio magic from there. Mm-hmm. Every bro who, like, works at a record label that I've ever spoken to will have you believe that, like, I couldn't even press record on a computer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like the the music industry does not believe that gay guys are capable of recording music and they might be right but, uh, <laughs> but they, can, they, they can sing it perform it but when it comes to the all the knobs and dials the brain doesn't work in that way yeah and i mean i still do think that that straight up traditional gay guys are one of the least loved like archetypes in just general music mm. you know what i mean because it's like gross you're like ew what are you singing all that about for? Like, it's disgusting. Like, <laughs> just being like, I'll just be like, you can do that, but like, I just don't want to hear it in song form. You know, what kind of stuff are you? What kind of stuff do you work on? What is your real? What is your zone? So you know? I usually build up the songs on the mpc first it's very old school hip-hop vibes okay so you're on your you're on your kanye west shit you're like kanye twitty as a uh child of the trip-hop era i do you know like to throw a sample down and reverse spin it back reverse it flip it okay so you got the blunt and you're listening to portishead and you're just hammering out those i mean i'm literally gonna do that right now i feel like Pretty oh. Are you a are you a chiefer, Sam? It's the it's ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> really? You have stop. a crippling marijuana addiction? 
I have an addiction to marijuana. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are we are we waking good. and baking over there? It's like every day, the way you know you're addicted is every day. It's like one minute earlier, me being like, wait, I should smoke. Like, and that would make this <laughs> one minute better. earlier. And then it's and like, and then once it's before 9 a.m. or something, <laughs> then you kind of restart and you're like, okay. You're like, I'm taking a break. And then you wait until 9 p.m. And then it starts all over again. Mm-hmm. Weed is addictive. Do you guys smoke? I'm sober. Jason be chiefing. I smoke. Chris used to smoke a lot. I used to be a real head. Like, I used to really chief the blunt like a real man. Once I get to his level where he was at, then I know that I should probably pull back. Because now all you pussies, I'm going to have a little nibble of my edible. <laughs> no, not for me. I don't like to eat weed at all. So you be smoking traditional style. I am like Gollum, like rolling up a little joint at every party just being like, don't look at me. I'm hunched in the corner rolling and rolling and rolling and twisting and rolling and like <laughs> so, wait, Jason your apartment looks like a really cozy place to like smoke a tiny little bong actually uh-huh. got some time. yeah like a bong a bong that's like it's this not thing. a house it's it's a house not an apartment and Ooh, yeah. he does smoke in that sauna to your left to kind of make it more extreme wait oh my god it's a sauna <laughs> he's not gay he's not gay that's cool but i do like sauna culture yeah okay and i don't like to be hot so maybe i'm straight <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right sam sam buck thank you for joining us thanks for having the thanks for taking the time to chat with us oh we appreciate God. it thank you guys it's been amazing to just be convivial with my broskies yeah i mean your your press tour is is going hot right now and it was probably nice to pull into the old how long gone saloon for for a spell <laughs> literally dropped my dropped my music vid premiere on papermag.com hours ago just hours <laughs> hours ago and and okay. the ep is out in stores tomorrow or you guys you you and and rostam hit the road just a few days after correct yeah we're doing it from seattle down to la please please come out and buy some ticks thankfully you were able to do how long gone today because paper's not going to get you any numbers and we'll give you a nice Nice podcast push. I don't even know if I've gotten a single follower on Instagram, so from the paper. Oh, that's, that sounds like the paper right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sam. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks, right boys. now, one of your songs is slowly fading up on Ableton Live. Ooh, I love. Have a good, have a good afternoon in the lab. Yeah, we'll see what the rap is going to do. Meth. Bye. 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 <laughs>